buddy. How are you? Oh my god, it's so good to see you. This is such a surprise. It's not. It's not a surprise. We planned this. Wow. Just here in your headphones, just living in your headphones. Here we are again, visiting you and you visiting us. If this is a surprise, what a horrible surprise. It's us backwards Star Galactica boys. Yeah. We watch Battlestar Galactica, but backwards. I'm Jesse. That's Wabu. But you already knew that because, whoa, we're seeing each other again. That's so fun. So you're just out of steam, huh? For the, you, you like the, you, no, you, I'm, I'm, I'm full steam, baby. That was energy. You could feel that energy. I got energy. I watched the uh, the OG Lion King last night. Lion! I gotta see that new Lion. <laughs> that that old Lion King still gets me all, pretty all the way boned up, huh? Yeah, I gotta. God, I mean, we. I was texting you last night, but like, the but, but hey guys, Battlestar Galactica, it's season one, episode eight, titled "Flesh and Bone." Flesh and bone. Is it blood or bone? It's. I thought it was flesh and bone, oh. but maybe blood. Maybe bl- It's probably blood. You could double check. Flesh and blood. Lion King got more iconic scenes per capita than any other movie. I think. Uh, hello. What about Paycheck with Ben Affleck? Oh, I did forget about the hit film Paycheck, starring. Ben Affleck, your favorite. And Paul Giamatti and Uma Thurman. I've never seen Paycheck, obviously. <laughs> seen it so many times. Obviously, we're not going to talk about Paycheck because I've never even seen the trailer. So I can't even quote the trailer like I like to do because <laughs> 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 I've not even seen that. Well, no, you know Paycheck. Everyone's like, shut up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're talking Paycheck. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's Mr. the Paycheck you're talking. Savannah Paycheck. Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, you know his character's name is John Paycheck. <laughs> I thought his first name was Pay, last name Check. Oh, sure, sure. It's either it's interchangeable. This bit's no good. <laughs> toss it, toss it. Just like we should toss us. So this we are on episode eight. We only got eight more of these little nuggets left. I think seven, baby. Only seven more. So hit me some characters. Give them to me. I didn't get any new characters. None. None. <laughs> None, not even one, not even one new character. Uh, we got this episode was basically about uh, Starbuck and Leoben, and she's basically just torturing him to like give up the location of a warhead. That's what this episode is about, and it was boring. Yeah, it seems like maybe. I mean, we already know that like we're in the territory of they just learned that Cylons could be uh copies of humans and so this is like this is the first one they've seen that looks like yeah a human being and he's like there's a warhead and adama's like he's a liar he's a guy that lies don't listen to his lies there no one seems to know anything about cylons because all the human beings don't didn't know that cylons could look like human beings and then sharon comes into gaius to see if she's a human being or a human cylon not a human cylon just a regular cylon and she does not pass the test, and then Gaius lies about it, which so I did not know that the whole time that he just knew. Yeah. And what's this other one is, doing? What's the other Boom Boom doing down on the planet? Yeah, because she's having meetings. That plot line is really – they're not given probably enough attention to I don't that, think huh? that I'm ever going to understand the deal with all the Boom Booms. Me neither. And also, uh, what – I guess – I mean, this has been the case throughout – but I guess I don't really get what Gaius's use is. He's like, a doctor. What is his? He's no. I understand. No, I, understand I understand that. I understand like his profession. Uh-huh. What I mean is like as an audience of this show, what are we? What is we supposed to think that Gaius is doing by like 
not telling Boomer that she's a Cylon. Or like well, by I don't know. But Gaius is in bed with the Cylons. But not really, because he's in bed with a fake one, as we saw him jerk off. Mm, that's true. Saw him tug his little boat yes last week. So yeah, like Yeah, he was tugging boat. What is his motives? Just to cause chaos? I don't fucking know. damn it (laughs) why not (laughs) because i don't get this program that we're watching leaderboard nobody nobody shit list leoben that's it (laughs) (laughs) come on i don't like i don't care to hear any more cylons talk about religion no thank you i'm done with it i've had i've had my fill yeah i'd like to take this one to go i mean this is maybe one of the few times where us watching it backwards is better They've been building up this, like, we are gods, we are... We are gods, we are dancer. Since, yes. Do you think that's what Gaius's machine would have said? It either says if you're human or if you're dancer? Yes, correct. If it's so human, green light, you're human. Green human, red light, dancer. Got it. Anyone talking about religion is enough, and I get that the show is, like, a, you know, supposed to be, I guess, like, an allegory for religion or I'm some shit. It. But it just like the only thing that was interesting to me, even a little bit, was the fact that Leoben is Starbucks prisoner for this episode, and then we end up finding out that she becomes his prisoner for a while. So that made that uh, make a little more sense to we me. We also learned that the reason that in the next episode, Presidente thinks that Adama's a Cylon is yeah. because he just whispers it to her. Yeah, Adama's a Cylon. No one else hears it. I thought this episode uh, sucked. Just to put it politely sucked bung it did suck bung i will say that the last like the last like four minutes i liked because i i actually think that they should have gone they should have drawn out adama might be a cylon for longer because Boy, at this that point, should have been we, like a main plot of the whole show i feel like yeah like i i sort of wish is adama human or is he a dancer and we know that he can dance but is he dancer yeah those are very big difference the other thing that i liked about this ending is which I'm just gonna jump into my ranking since you you seem to be done with yours. I'm done. I'm giving leaderboard to president just because. Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she, she kind of has that sweet move where she's like, the conflict could end here. You know, we're gonna do all this, and then he she he like hugs her and is like, thank you so much, and then she's like, hey, uh, one more thing, toss him out the fucking airlock. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. And Starbucks awesome. gets shitlist for being like all sentimental towards him. I didn't understand that switch at all. All of a sudden, so like, she's like on board. Yes, maybe because they maybe one... they like each other. Ooh, ooh, she got a little crush. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. It seems like they both got a little crush because don't they end up like living together? I mean, she was under mind control. I feel like they didn't figure out what to do with Starbuck until maybe after this first season. She's got her hurt leg. I I wonder if that's. I uh, can't wait to see how it gets hurt. <laughs> oh knowing this show we probably won't even get to see it no we won't it'll be yeah it'll the first season one episode one she has a fucking cast <laughs> can you fucking believe we never got to see Patch plop that eye out it's unbelievable i'll never forgive the show for that it was the only thing i was looking forward to however as a showrunner i think it's a great idea to be like huh what do we want for season three i know how about in the off season one of them got no eye now. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, we you know Ronald D runs the writers' room like a psycho. Yeah, he's just like, all right, who's losing a limb this year? Just like Lee comes back and doesn't have legs. Oh God, <laughs> Ronnie, what you doing? I think that this episode would have been more interesting to us if uh, 
obviously if we weren't watching it in the order that we're watching it in, because I think that this episode reveals to the viewer that like, even though they're robots, they feel pain and hunger and they sweat and bleed. We knew that, but I don't know if like eight episodes into season one, we would have known that. Oh yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Like it, it really establishes like they have fears. And so maybe that's why Starbuck was sympathetic all of a sudden is because she didn't know that they had all these feelings. Yeah, but later in the show, I feel like even, like, three episodes from now, when she gets confronted with, like, Boomer, she's like, nah, fuck that. It's a robot. Yeah. That thing sucks. I mean, also, I guess Looney Bird for the Prez. She's having more crazy visions. Yeah. She's the- walking through for it. But I guess, is that Leoben just doing projection on her? I got no idea. Boy, I got no kind of idea. How about that CGI of him getting slurped out of the airlock, though? That was pretty good, huh? Not my fave. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite slurp that the show has had. Incredibly bad. Hold on. Remember how it, every time someone's executed on the show, they get slurped out the airlock, right? Yeah. Except Gata and the traitors who all die by firing squads. Yeah, well, they had to make sure with that one. <laughs> really gun them down. Jeepers, crips. Yeah. You hear any of the sounds? Oh, it's a spider in my room. Jesus Christ, that's a loud spider. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, no, it's sponsor horns. It's sponsor horns. They're here. Oh, God, here. I thought it was a spider. While they're in post, put a put a loud spider noise in, please. Oh, a spider noise. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> you know, like... Like a little... Okay, sure. The classic spider noise. The noise that if anyone heard, they would say, that's definitely a spider. <laughs> yes, got it. classic spider noise sure yeah everyone knows that noise i know that you thought that a a spider a a big old spitter just climbed up on the microphone all our listeners had to check their shoulders and their hands oh my god there could be a spider here ah look out spider over here can you also imagine how much worse spiders would be if that's how they sounded oh my god if you were just laying in your bed there would be no sneaking they could not sneak up on you. <laughs> Laying in your bed at night, and you just heard a little soft. I gotta leave. I gotta burn my house down. I gotta leave. That's it. This week, we are sponsored by Small Plates. Ooh, mm. Ooh you <laughs> really got me. You really got me where it, where it hurts in a good way. It hurts so good. I kind of figured I would. I knew you're a small, a small plate. It's my favorite way to eat, baby. I love to get all kinds of plates all over the table. Everybody grabbing, everyone going nuts. Yes, tapas. So many reasons, little tapas. It's good for so many reasons. Number one, you get to try everything. That's huge. I kind of like. It's a bummer when you go to, especially like a good restaurant that you know maybe like you won't be back anytime soon. Yeah, and you're by yourself, and you're like, well, what am I gonna do? Yeah, it sucks. Or like. Or, like, even if you're with one other person, it's like, okay, well, what are me and you are going to, what, get two sandwiches and split? Like, ah, that's not fun. Like, we're get you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to get the chicken, you're going to get the fish, and what, we're going to cut them in half and shit? Like, no. And, you know, shouts to Jose Andres, the chef who kind of made small plates popular in the U.S., because we need them. We need them good. Yeah, we for sure do. And his restaurants are dank. You ever been to any of the Jose Andres joints? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to Bazaar in Miami. Big man. And it was... Uh, Stop myself before I go too far into that one. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Bump the brakes. Slam oh, on the brakes, honestly. <laughs> really, I had to slam on the brakes. I had to stop short. Yeah, good. Yikes. I, ju- I just went to a place in Brooklyn. Fuck, I wish I could remember the name. But it was like Mediterranean. 
and there was a lot of small plates where you're it's like the best fucking way to eat just get a bunch of shit and share it with friends oh drink my some God. drinks eat some food Little, pass yes. some shit go ooh you gotta taste this isn't that the fucking best god damn little hummus little skewer Oof. little Oof. ooh yes mmm ooh mm. ah god damn <laughs> yeah some lamb kebabs <laughs> oh. <laughs> spiders are in here oh spider kebabs oh no it's the fucking best I like it too because I I am guilty of like if we get one appetizer Right, that we're all excited about, which is, you know, our Americans' version of a small plate is an appetizer. <laughs> kind of true. Appetizer, actually, small plates have always existed. Yeah. Just we appetizers. Just... TGI Fridays is basically a tapas restaurant. Correct. But the difference is that, like, one, they Tapas, suck. it's and... Friday. Yes, that's what TGI Fridays. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, where's the G? Tapas. tapas. God, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's how. <laughs> restaurant that this, this person is it's so mad that it's friday <laughs> tapas god it's friday there's a question mark on friday <laughs> and that's where they got guy fietti to, mm-hmm. to be the spokesman for tapas god it's friday yeah it's great because so when you get a little appetizer at tapas god it's friday and it, <laughs> you, it, you get the like you get the big the big you know fish fried fish puppies or whatever the fuck and then there's like four yeah. of you and three yeah. of them come out, and you're like, God, fuck, nothing damn it. Worse. We, nothing worse. But if you're going full – if you're fully balls out in small plates, there's no – Get doubles. There's none of that. You can get doubles. You can be like, oh, whatever. I don't even – I don't even and fuck with that. And a good server at a small plate at a, like the, at a restaurant like a, will be like, yo, this comes with three. There are four. You want to add an extra one for blah, blah, right. blah? Like, I'll pay – yeah, fifty, whatever. Put an extra one on there. Don't fucking oh my- keep it secret that three of them are coming out. Dog, this place that we went to for these Mediterranean small plates, they, they just kept bringing out fresh hot pita just to mm. dunk in everything. It was unreal. They fucking love that. They, like, we had, like, a mini panic attack when they only brought out, like, six pieces of this, like, little, like, kind of, like, corners of pita. And I was oh, like, yeah. fuck, we'll just have to ask for more. And they they didn't even ask. They just, like, took the plate, bam, that popped it down. is the bit knit. I went to, yeah, I went to a so place. So good. Uh, in London, it was like a Turkish neighborhood of London uh, that our friend took me to, and it was the same thing. It just kept they just kept bringing out tasty lavash, tasty pita, sop it up, eat mm. it up, slurp it mm. up. It's truly the the most fun way to eat, and it's it is. Just and like, like, remember when we went to McGrath and I conquered the Great White North for our birthday one time. Correct. Uh, and we went to Toronto, and we went to snack bar, and that was that whole thing. The whole it was literally a bar. That had little snack plates for us to yep. num 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 num. Yeah. And Black Hoof. That's how we ate at Black Hoof. Yep. Maximum RIP to the Black Hoof Word. Jen Ag's restaurant in Toronto. She's got some other spots, but that place was so f- goddamn good, and it was the same thing. And when people eat and drink and share food together, the staff gets fired up, and they ended up sending us some like bonus tasty little plates because they thought, yeah, saw word. What a good group of young lads that we were. Uh, pop with the boys as they. We had a pop with the boys. As they would call it. There, <laughs> but they wouldn't. Just one person who tricked us. We haven't told this story? Like, first night, I think, right? Like, our first thing we did? Literally the first thing we did. Was this restaurant? Shout out to our friend Andy Clark, who lives there, who was our spirit guide throughout the week. But we went to have dinner, like, the first night, and it was, it was like, seven dudes <laughs> in Toronto. Hell yeah, baby. And we were like, yeah, we're just up here for our birthday. And the server was like, oh, nice, you're having a pop with the boys. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> And she said, that's what it's called when a group of dudes just, like, has a weekend. 
in Canada. And I was like, okay, fuck yeah. So I started going around telling people we're having a pop with the boys. And every person was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Not a single person. This fucking Canadian tricked us. <laughs> Uh, but I, either she's like the mastermind of all punked or she's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she dunked us hard. She was like, they're on vacation. They're not going to come back here and That's be like, you so lied brilliant to us. to just make it up really a phrase. Is. But it sounds like some bullshit Canadians would say. <laughs> well, no, the problem is that it sounds like some bullshit we would say. And so that's why we were <laughs> yeah, so fired up true. about it. She listened to us talk for two seconds. It's like, we already say pop all the time and... <laughs> one of the things one of the one of the, our big events that we did on this trip is that all seven of those men got into one bed and we called it a boy pile so for someone <laughs> to say pop with the boys was not we that was like wow that's perfect that's exactly what this is and she nailed it <laughs> oh god Fucking what an idiots. uppercut to us yeah and no one knew what uh we were talking about but i'm still gonna keep saying that forever because it's so good yeah, of course. So, anyways, in conclusion, we had lots small, of good small plates, plates all over the place. We yeah. really did. It's so it's just good. Like, it, if I'm being real, it's my literal favorite thing in the entire world is to just like sit with people yeah. and get some drinks and eat some small plates. Yeah. No, it's the to me, it's the best thing to do when you travel. Like at least at least one, but preferably like most of your meals. Yeah. It, it's tight to go to like the obviously the dope shit that they have, but like it's so much more fun and it's so much cooler like if you're in a place that you know that you are not going to come back to anytime soon you know like when we're in toronto like i want to try as much as possible so i want the small plates like i want a little bone marrow i want a little horse tartare i want a little of all these little little nuggets so that i'm not just like yeah i'm gonna get this big steak and fill up on one fucking thing like it's it's the fucking tits yep 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 all the way thanks small plates thanks small plates love you now i need you to check your text Oh my god. Because guess what's back with Shaw McGrath? It's teachable moments, snacks, callback. What the fuck? No! Wilder, no! Ah, What? (laughs) So, no! A few episodes ago on our podcast, McGrath Ah! (laughs) McGrath did a (laughs) teachable. McGrath did Teachable Moments, which is a segment where McGrath, a lowly, dirt-ridden teacher, tells me, a genius, billionaire, philanthropist, playboy, uh, something that happened in his real class, and I tell him what I would have done in that situation. And he said one of his students told him that they like to make hard-boiled egg sandwiches with Nutella. And I said... I can't believe this. I gotta try that. And I am nothing if not a man of my word. So, ladies and gentlemen, go tell him. You well, I are you nothing. Know, I just told him. It's that. I, it's a hard-boiled egg sandwich, a.k.a. egg salad. It's with a bunch of Nutella on it. Oh, my God. It looks so gross. It looks like you've made it on some multigrain yep. bread. Uh, and it does look like this picture was taken on your bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> the... Afternoon that Wilder is having. It wasn't taken having. on my bed. It was not. It was on a. It's on the towel I put on my desk. <laughs> okay, well, ch- but chomp in. I I can't wait because I know they're gonna be like it's actually not that bad. You know what? I get it. And then I'm gonna have to fly to L.A. and kill you. Keep talking. I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. Are you gonna eat this whole? I'm so. so the picture is just half a sandwich. I assume 
he made a full sandwich, but maybe not. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, did you? Is this is this homemade egg salad? Yes. Wow. So like a lot of Wilder texted me two days ago and was like, "I got the segment t- this week. Don't worry about it." Like a Terminator, he's just come out of nowhere with this disgusting monstrosity, and he made a f- like just make an egg salad. I like egg salad, as you know. Fine. It's one of the grossest foods that I like, but I do like egg salad. And you and I got a hankering for some egg salad, and I figured I might as well plop some Nutella on that bad boy. You figured to ruin it. Yeah, I might as well. I got. I know. I kind of want something. What if I ruined it? How would that be? Now, rat face. I would not say this shit be dead hitting. <laughs> it is dead. <laughs> oh, God. It tastes like Nutella and egg salad. Yeah, I, as I would imagine. Here's a problem I'm having. Yeah. Number one, egg salad is already a very disgusting consistency. <laughs> Correct. I don't think you need to add sticky slop to the mix. <laughs> So now the like, only good thing about the consistency of egg salad is that it doesn't stick to your, the top of your mouth. <laughs> so, oh, God. Introducing Nutella to that is not – it does not help. I also think that you should have toasted the bread. Well, I was going to, and then I realized I was going to sit for like 30 minutes while we talk, and it's just going to get gross. But that's not – I don't think you need to toast the bread for the heat. I think you need it for the texture. Like you just need a crispy – This is – I mean, it's not like it's barfaroni. I, I need, first of all, I need you to redact your usage of my theme song for my segment. How dare you write a parody version for this horror film that you're making in your bedroom right now? I'm going to eat this whole half a sandwich, though. Is it better than your the first love of your life, the 7-Eleven egg salad sandwich? No, nothing is better than the 7-Eleven egg salad sandwich. <laughs> it's the best sandwich in America. So would you say, would you say that that would... Which 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 wilder like better, small plates or the Seven Eleven egg salad sandwich? <laughs> oh God, that's a tough one. God. Cut it up into little bits. That is a small plate. It it does make an egg salad sandwich worse, though. Would you contend, or does it just make it different, <laughs> or is it better? It doesn't sound like it's better. It is most certainly not better. Mm-hmm. He also said a hard-boiled egg sandwich, so I'm assuming that's egg salad, because that's what hard-boiled egg sandwich is. Gotta assume, and that it's not slices of hard-boiled egg. <laughs> I thought about making that, and I was like, no, that's incorrect. Yeah, it's Can you imagine the, the consistency of, like, the yolk <sighs> with, with Nutella? This tastes like an egg salad sandwich that someone put Nutella on, and it is not dead hidden. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So you've confirmed what we all suspected. <laughs> I said I had to try it, and I tried it. Well, I appreciate that you did. So you did. I'm. That's so gross. You gotta ask Ratface how he. I won't. Ratface graduated. That boy don't deserve to graduate. Apparently, according to you, it seems like he maybe got a C because that's what you're you seem to be given this thing. It's not horrible. It's, it is in every possible pocket of every corner of my mouth. <laughs> God, yuck! The juice ain't worth the squeeze on this one. Sure. Yeah, I would have suspected. What kind of beverage pairing would you do with this? Because I imagine you're just slamming water to get this nasty gunk out of your mm-hmm. mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, milk. <laughs> how about how about a tall glass of milk to go That's with that choco lot? Yeah, but then like egg salad and milk is unsettling to me. Yeah. That's a throw-up meal right there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't imagine that milk is what sets it over the edge. You ate egg salad and Nutella. I think you've already reached throw-up meal. I think milk makes things worse i recently did a chili tasting menu 
where each course was hotter than the last one. And by the end, we were eating like Carolina Reapers and like chocolate bootlaw peppers and dying. And it came with unlimited milk. And I don't think milk helped helped me none. They, I, I've, I've heard science that it it literally does not. That there's no that that is not that milk helping you is not science at all. Uh, you got anything else to say? I got one last thing. I got I got a a little uh, theory corner. Hit me with the beans. My theory is, I think that if this sh- well, and this could be this is a, a whack ass theory because it's basically true for everything. But I think if this show, uh, this concept rather, not the show, the concept was uh, a television show on a premium cable network, an HBO if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they could do some truly interesting things. Yep. Obviously, again, this is the case for everything. But all I was thinking about when uh, when she was torturing this Cylon is like, how, remember the scene, remember Looper? Yeah. When, uh, when uh, the fucking, uh, you gotta help me, Joe. I always forget that actor's name. Oh, Paul Dano. Yeah. Um, when he, he runs away right mm-hmm. like he escapes or whatever his loop escapes and then they start to like dismember him yeah and so then the and then the future one or the past one is also getting dismembered like the future one now is like missing a leg and like scarred up and shit i i i sort of i was like why don't you why don't you cut this motherfucker's hand yeah, let's off let's see what's in there let's like take off all of his limbs and keep him on life support cuz He's the whole thing is that like well if we die we just get rebooted okay fine I'll keep your little head alive like Futurama and put you in a glass yeah, jar put you in a little jar make you tell tell me jokes what would you have if you had a little Leoben head in your jar what would what would you have it do you got to teach it tricks you got to teach it tricks um, first I would do this little a little trick where I'd be like okay now sit and then everyone would laugh because he can't sit because he doesn't have a body or a bum got him so you just be roasting him the whole time. Oh, you gotta roast him! Are you kidding me? What's the point yeah, of having a for little all eternity floating head? Yeah, that's I mean that's his punishment. He's like, Oof. I am the river, and the river doesn't take me because I'm also on the shore. And I'd be like, Yeah, but what about this? And I'd like, you know, we'd play hacky sack with him. Or you say like, What about this? And you just like rip a fart right on the jar. Oh my god! Every fart for the rest of my life would be in that dude's Ooh. face. Well, I mean, you've got to make it a little snow globe too, right? Of course. But but if you get closer, the snowflakes are actually little dicks. This little dick confetti, like from a yeah, bachelor party. Yeah, they're always party. in his mouth. Yeah, got He's you. Always... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Chris Bosh with a piece of confetti. Uh huh. Yeah. So I just think if it was HBO, there would be a snow globe open head. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think we all know that you're correct. So a snow gliobin. I think it's uh, time for us to go. I said a snow gliobin, Wilder. <clears throat> no, I heard. I, and I think now it's time for us to lock ourselves in our own closets for 20 years. Because Is this thing on? I said a snow gliobin. Hello. I heard the snow gliobin <laughs> line. I did not care for it, so I moved on. Thank you for listening to the program. <laughs> yeah. My name's Wilder. <laughs> what do, how do Jesse. we do it? This is never never we thank you adam Faye for the art yeah we thank you to bad todd for the music we tell him about rich jeff's phone number that we're not going to give him and we do a little rip city double down Mm. rip city a commanding lead yes and then you know what looks like someone's doing their job because right under them we got the bk Mm Mm-hmm. you know the vibes i'm out here grinding yeah Thanks, Rip City. Thanks, Portland. 
Thanks, Brooklyn. <laughs> cool. It's it's still KD. Do you notice that we had a big listenership in Oakland, and then KD got traded to Brooklyn, and now we have a big listenership in Brooklyn? There's yeah, no fucking coincidence, KD baby. KD like 20 times a day. Yes. He downloads all the episodes on every one of his devices on like seven different platforms, as should we all. Yeah. And he listens to all of them. Yeah, but he, then play, also, he hits play on all of them. He li- Fair warning, if you listen to this podcast too much, you will get injured and lose a championship. Listen, he does that thing, you know, when you, like, five people are there and you all start singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat at different times? He does that with the podcast. (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine a worse thing? (laughs) Imagine if he was caught doing that. He'd be locked in an insane asylum. He'd be like, what is this? You gotta go. We gotta lock ourselves in. It's a good day. Horrible. Uh,